Hi, this is Victoria Miracle and Purposeful Woman Podcast. My goal for this podcast is to bring you the best information from the brightest woman in the world. Let's go. Hi, I'm Victoria and I'm your host. And I've created this interview series for you, millennials, to help unlock your true passion and learn the best tools from the top experts so you can start and grow your business successfully. Today, we're having a Nicole Michael. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Victoria. Nicole Michael, it's a miracle maker, mentor, who teaches her client on how to create, co-create miracles a spiritual life and business coach and yoga teacher. She became six figures entrepreneur within one year of launching her online coaching business. She teaches the tools of meditations, metaphysics, and other spiritual practices. Nicole Passion, her wellness, business, and spirituality, a trio that she believes can propel everyone to unparalleled success and joy in work in life. Uh, welcome, Nicole, and I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you, Victoria. I'm super excited to be here. I'm curious, what happened in your life that the miracles, that you become a miracle coach? That's How such a good question. <laughs> I said, you know, no one's ever asked me that. They've never phrased it that way. I love, what, I love how you said, like, what miracle happened that made you want to teach other people to create miracles, right? So, you know, maybe something your millennial viewers can identify with. When I was in my late 20s, I was just finding myself not enjoying the work that I thought I would enjoy. You know, I had a very traditional job in corporate finance, and it was kind of in that corporate ladder, and something about it just didn't feel meaningful anymore. But I really had no idea like what I would want to do instead, right? And I was in a place of just really feeling very hopeless, like a victim of my choices. Like, why did I go to graduate school? Why did I take this job? Like, what am I going to do differently? So I didn't feel really empowered and I didn't know what my options were. And it was when I started basically trying to shift my life. So then I went to become a yoga teacher. The, the luck would have it that I lost my job. <laughs> so the universe took me out of that job. And I went to become a yoga teacher and I started down this spiritual path. And for me, the miracle wasn't like an overnight, like I woke up and my whole life had transformed. It was a series of like my life changing over time with me making different choices, doing my spiritual work, like, you know, the things that I teach my clients to do now. And then, you know, one day, like, I think it was maybe three years later, I was like, wow, my life is like completely unrecognizable. Like I have my own business. I love what I do. I'm making a difference. I feel fulfilled. I feel spiritually connected. It was like, I was in a wonderful relationship, you know, like everything shifted, but it was not an overnight thing. But I was like, wow, this really is a miracle. Like these are things that I never thought would be able to happen for me. And so um, I created my course. And when I was thinking of the name for my course, I, I came with, with creating a life of miracles so that I could teach people the processes and the tools that I had used to transform my own life. Wow. Wow. This yeah. is wonderful. It's like what I'm hearing. It's, it's the life changes and there's a different situations. And then that's what became a miracle, basically our life. 
And yeah. I'm curious, what are the tools? Uh, you said you create a course and that you teach us. What is the way that you're teaching it? Yoga? So yoga is actually not a part. It's a part of my own practice. I don't teach yoga on the course, uh, even though I'm a yoga teacher and I did an online yoga summit. What I teach in the course is more, like you said in the introduction, a combination of metaphysics and meditation and other tools actually that work on getting to really know and love and trust yourself. So a lot of what's behind miracle making is that you first have to know what you want. You know, you have to know where you're going in your life to create it, right? And you don't have to know exactly what you want, but you know, more or less have a direction, right? Because the universe is going to respond to your desires. So one of the things people come to or say to me a lot of the time, clients who first start working with me or who are thinking about doing my Creating a Life of Miracles course is they're like, well, I don't even know what I want. But with a little questioning and a little digging, most people actually do know what they want. They're just for some reason afraid to trust it. They don't trust themselves. They think that somehow they're going to miss, you know, what their life is going to be. And I used to be like this. I used to think like, am I on the right path? Am I doing the right thing? Like, you know, those books, like choose your own adventure books. <laughs> like there's these books where you get to choose your own adventure and like they take you to different pages in the book. And I would always think of my life like, well, what if I miss like, what if I miss out on the adventure? What if I make the wrong choice? So what I teach is a process of really getting to know yourself and trust yourself and also working with the powers of the universe. I call it a higher power. And um, people who follow me know I talk a lot about your relationship with this higher power as sort of your guide and your anchor for miracle making, which is why I teach people not just to create miracles, but to co-create miracles. So those are kind of some of the principles of helping people know what they want, believe in what they want, trust themselves, believe in their worthiness to have it, right? Like you deserve the things that you want. A lot of us think we don't deserve good things, that we have to struggle that it has to be hard, that the universe doesn't want us to do what we want to do. So we have all these kind of funny ideas about what life is like. And I try to get people clear and understanding that life is meant to be really joyful. You're not supposed to suffer or struggle through it. Wow. Wonderful. So focus on what do you want? Mm -hmm. Trust yourself that you trust that you deserve that and believe it. I have like little notes and taking yeah. it, drones. And, <laughs> um, and then you work with the universe, work with your higher power to make it happen. I love, I love saying universe. That's yeah. the word I've been like always using on my life. Universe, to trust the yeah. universe. And uh, what would you suggest to our watchers to do like the first step? What is like the best first step to move forward when you're just feeling so confused and you're like, oh, you know, especially well, now we're living in very changing time. We're recording yeah. this as coronavirus hit us. And uh, like, what? Well, people who just started sitting at home and they're like losing their jobs, like, and they're like, oh, I don't know what to do. Right. What is the first step? Such a good question. The first step is meditation. Mm -hmm. I would say start with meditation. So when I was going through my kind of big shift in my life, when I lost my job, I luckily went to go do a yoga teacher training. So this could be a time people might go do some sort of training, you know, if something has called to you and now you have the time and you might have a little bit of financial assistance if you can get unemployment or, you know, if the government ends up giving everyone benefits. Like I invested in myself and, and went down this path and it was my meditation practice actually that really got me through the challenge of not knowing what was next. 
So I just stuck to a daily meditation practice. And by doing that, things started to unfold. I started to get more clarity on what I wanted. I started trusting myself. And this was in the very beginning before I had the process that I have now. Now I have like a clear process and I, you know, I can teach all these steps. But in the beginning, it was just meditation, just that kind of sitting with yourself and asking the question, okay, what do I want? What's next for me? You know, where do I go from here? And then being patient until you can hear the answers. Thank you. Yes. And you have us a gift today for our watchers. Also okay. the meditation, which I'm very happy that you um giving. And this is the best that this is actually the first step. And what is the other process that you teach in your course that you mentioned to me earlier when we spoke prior to the interview? I would like yeah. to hear. Sure. So I can give you like a little cheat sheet. So the course is obviously, the course is an eight week course and we do really deep work together in this container of work together. So it's like, there's six videos, we meet every week, there's a lot of, you know, workbooks and, and such, but I have like a little cheat sheet for people to kind of get to know the process. And I call this Miracle Making 101. I have this handout for everyone. And it has three steps. So what I say to people is start with writing down the miracle you want to create. Well, actually it's four steps. So the first is write down the miracle you want to create. What are you focused on in your life right now? Let's say you're looking for a new job or let's say you're looking for more direction. You know, you don't, you might not even be at the stage of wanting a job. You just might be asking the question, what do I want to be doing? Right? So I also encourage people not to overly focus on like the externals, like a certain amount of money or a relationship. Like sometimes the miracle is like, I want clarity. Like that, like that would be a miracle, right? So you can also you can also concentrate on the internal miracles that you would want. And then the second step is to write down all the reasons why you don't believe the miracle can happen. So why does it not seem possible for you to have clarity? Or why does it not seem possible for you to do the thing you want to do? Let's say you want a job in, I don't know, something completely different than what you've been doing. <laughs> you write down all the reasons why you don't think it can happen. And these are our blocks. These are our deep-seated beliefs, our, our limited thinking. It's the way that we limit not only ourselves, but also what the universe can do, right? So we kind of put parameters on what's possible. And then, of course, the universe reflects back to us only what we believe is possible. So then I say, okay, write down all of your, all your limiting beliefs, essentially, why it's not possible. Mm -hmm. And then I have you go through a process of just like looking at each belief and asking yourself, is this really true? Like what else could be true? You know, you say, oh, well, it's impossible for me to get a job doing this, but is that really true? Like maybe it is possible, you know? So we have to start to question those limiting beliefs and ask, is this really true? Is this really true? Is this really true? When my clients do that, they start to realize that so many of the things they're telling themselves are, is not truth. You know, it's just a belief. Like, why? Why do we have that? Where did it come from? A lot of times it's stuff from childhood, something someone might have said to you, but it's not truth. You know, it's not our limitation isn't truth. So then it's like all this possibility opens up. And then when you're in that place of possibility, the fourth step is to meditate. So that's where I say, okay, now sit with the energy of the miracle happening. So if this thing were true, what would you feel like today? what would be your vibration? What would you be doing differently in your life? If you knew it was true, you could have this thing that you so badly want, what would you be doing? 
And people usually say things like, well, I wouldn't be worried. I would be having more fun. I would be spending more time with friends or on Zoom chats, you know, virtual, virtual friends. I would be um, more creative. I would be putting myself out there more, you know, like all these possibilities open up. So that's the vibrational state that I want to shift you into. Like, what if you knew it was already working out for you, then what would you be doing? And that's the fourth step is shifting into that vibrational state. Most people can't shift there until they've done the other three steps to clear the, the negative limiting beliefs because it's too big of a jump. It just seems too impossible. So that's why I teach the four steps. Like the first three are writing, journaling, and then the fourth step is the meditation. And now is the time to dance and stretch and move our bodies. Let's go. Nice. I love it. I love it. I'm, I'm going to try it out. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, what, what I want to create. I'll send um, it to you. Oh, thank you. Yes, I'll <laughs> share with that. Uh, yeah, share uh, it with everyone. You can put it on the site with the All right. The <laughs> and you are, I mean, I love how you're using that like spirituality and business and you're very successful in business. Like what was the moment when you become spiritual or have you been always raised as a spiritual and yeah a good question um no I mean I was raised in a in a Jewish religious household and I think we were pretty spiritual but I myself didn't have like a very powerful concept of the universe like or a higher power or God or you know whatever you want to call it your angels your higher self whatever the term is it's not so important but I, I guess I always like enjoyed it. It wasn't until later in my life that I really got like grounded in how important it was to believe in something greater than yourself. It's very, very challenging when all you believe in is yourself. It's like, we're, you know, you're just one person, right? How much can you do when you connect to that power that we're all connected to the potential becomes unlimited. So it took a num you know it took some time for me to come to it it wasn't like i snapped my fingers overnight <laughs> i i listened and i learned and i listened to other people share and i became a a real student of emmett fox who's one of the first metaphysical teachers and he has lots and lots of books on connecting to this higher power what is it how do you find your own inner power and then that was kind of like the shift for me, like when I really started to study it and not just study, but practice it in your own life. And I was like, okay, this really works. <laughs> and this is a much better way of living, right? Like the whole point is for us to make our lives on some level easier and to remove the struggle and to feel like we're being guided and not just like making it up as we go along. So that was the big shift for me over a couple, number of years until I really got grounded and like, okay, this is my practice. Wow. And then I just integrated everything. So like I studied Kabbalah from like the mystical tradition and that integrates into the mystery school tradition and that all integrates into metaphysics. So when you start going down this path, you realize like everyone's teaching the same thing. If it's pure spiritual teaching, it, it should be saying the exact same thing as yoga. You know, I've studied very heavily yoga and Vedanta and the philosophy of oneness from yoga, which is the same as the philosophy of oneness from Kabbalah, which is the same which the metaphysical teachers are saying. So the goal is for it to all 
point to truth, right? And, and it does, it does. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is everything, when it, it doesn't matter where you go, it's like you just need to pick one thing and go yeah. with it and actually practicing, like embody. My yeah. next question to you is like, what characteristic you think people like want to embody to mm. be successful? I think that the characteristic you embody to be successful is, I would say there's two, there's faith and perseverance. So faith is believing for me that everything is happening for my benefit. Mm -hmm. And that's a core principle that I teach people. Everything is happening for our spiritual benefit. It may not always be for our physical benefit. So for example, if you lost a lot of money, you might be like, oh no, how is this possibly for my benefit? But from a spiritual perspective, money, money doesn't mean as much as we think it means. From a spiritual perspective, money can be made really easily and it can be lost really easily and it can be made back really easily. It's not about the actual money. It's about what do you need to learn from the experience. So if you learn whatever lesson it is you need to learn and you move on, there's no reason you can't make that money back in minutes and days. You know what I mean? There's always, it's energy, right? So it's not about the physical lesson so much as a spiritual lesson. So if you can believe that everything in your life is happening for your benefit, then every situation becomes an opportunity for you to grow. And as you grow and as you learn the lesson, you'll never have to relearn that same le lesson, right? Like the universe will give you new lessons, but not the, not the lessons, right? And we know this from our own lives. Like the things that we, you face in your business today are not the same things you faced five years ago, right? And if they were, then you wouldn't have made much progress. <laughs> so it's the same thing with our spiritual growth. We're always being given new spiritual lessons. And they're always meant to help us. They're, the universe is never going to give you more than you can handle. So that's, that's faith. And then perseverance. I mean, it's really, you just have to keep going. If you give up, if you give up on your dreams, if you give up on the universe, if you give up on what's in your heart, if you give up on hope or love or success, how is the universe supposed to work with you, right? So it, we're in a co-creation. It's a relationship. There's two parties in everything that we do. If you give up, what do you expect the universe to do, right? If you close down your business tomorrow, how's the universe going to bring you money through your business, <laughs> right? <laughs> so it's like people, people really have to start to understand like, oh, it's not about right or wrong. It's not about success or failure. It's about the lesson. It's about the perseverance. It's about my me becoming my own best self. And then the universe will bring you, you know, basically everything you need. You'll never be denied something that's really for your spiritual benefit. Wonderful. I have a question. Like, you know, you say meditate, meditate. And yeah. I hear a lot. And I've been the one like three years ago when I've never meditated. And when somebody tells like meditate, I will see it. And I'm like, what is it? Like there's thousands on one thought. I used to live in New York City, right? And it was like, how do I do this? What would, how would you define the meditation for those who's busy, whose mind yeah. is just all over places, who's like ADD-ish, right? What would be best meditation practice? Yeah, so first of all, you, we should all know that all of our minds are the same. So no one's, everyone thinks that their mind is busier than everyone else's. <laughs> like, oh no, my mind is so busy, it could never work. And that's not true. Even people who meditate every day have very busy minds. 
that's the reason we meditate, right? Is because we all have busy minds. So first of all, don't tell yourself the story that I can't meditate because my mind is too busy. It's because you have a busy mind that you're going to sit for meditation. And then I would say to everyone to just experiment with different meditations and find what works for you. There's no right or wrong way to do it. In fact, true meditation has different stages, at least in yoga and in Buddhism. So you don't actually enter right into meditation. That would be like a big leap, you know, and you would sit there and be like, okay, now focus and right, you can't. Now, you know, now reach samadhi or whatever, the this, this supreme bliss state. The first thing you want to do is concentrate. So just concentration is like the first stage to meditation. So that can be concentrating on your breath. That can be concentrating on a sound. That can be concentrating on an image in front of you. That can be concentrating on a mantra, just sitting with that concentration. And then as you continuously concentrate, if you're continuously concentrating on your breath, and you need to do it for a little bit of time for it to work, you know, meaning more than five to seven minutes, your mind will naturally start to level off, right? So it's like, okay, after that seven to 10 minute mark, you will feel your mind start to settle down. It's not that it won't wander, it will. If you just keep bringing it back to that point of concentration, that's discipline. After enough time of concentration, you will enter into what's considered real meditation. And then from there, you'll enter into other con states of consciousness. But there's different types. There's like guided meditation, there's sound meditation, there's visualization. It's like you really, it's just finding what works for you. That's the whole thing that's most important on the spiritual path is find the teacher, find the practice that really speaks to your heart and then do that, right? Like it doesn't, it's not one size fits all. Wow, thank you. Yeah. How... How would you use, like, how would you say to use that in business? Like when you're starting business and like, how, yeah. what's the practices and guidance? So, okay. So when I was thinking to myself, like, how do I create a spiritual business? People would say to you, like, what does spirituality and business have to do with each other? But for me, it's like spirituality is the backbone of my whole life. So there's nothing I could do that would not be rooted in spirituality. So I asked this question to the universe, like, what would it mean to have a spiritual business? And I went to my teacher, Emmett Fox, and I opened up this daily reader of, you know, different readings for the calendar year, one reading a day. And I went to the day where it said, take God as your business partner. <laughs> so to me, like, so whether you like the word God or not, you can use universe, higher power, higher self, whatever, you know, use the concept that works for you. But to me, what that means is that's where you're getting your guidance. So if you have a question, like you want to know, do I launch this or do I launch that? Do I focus here or do I focus there? Do I hire this person or do I hire that person? Whatever the question is, you bring it to your higher self. You bring it to your higher power. You bring it to the universe. And then you wait to receive the answer through meditation. Now, the answer might not be like a, a loud yes or a loud no. That's where we also start to learn to trust our intuition. So... Sometimes you're going to meditate and you're going to come back just as confused as you were before. You'll be a little calmer, <laughs> but you might still be confused. That's why it's a practice, right? So then you just start to you just start to trust yourself and start doing things and see what works. If you're going down the wrong path, the universe will reflect it back to you. So for example, has it ever happened to you in your business that you really wanted to do this thing? I had this happen to me. I 
wanting to hire someone to do Facebook ads. And everyone who I was hiring was quitting, like disappearing. And I couldn't get this thing off the ground. So to me, I was like, okay, why don't I pause? This is not the right time for this. <laughs> and I waited a few months. And when I went back to it later, it was like, if it was flowing much more easily, right? So sometimes the universe is just not going to go in the direction you want to go. That's where you can kind of use meditation and your intuition to figure out what path do I take? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's just the wrong day. <laughs> sometimes it's just the wrong day. And you know what? In that case, the best thing is just go take a walk, meditate with the trees, you know, watch the birds. <laughs> Hug the trees. <laughs> yeah, seriously, you know, like they're... Oh, wonderful. <laughs> Where can listeners go and learn more about your work? They can go to my website, nicolemichal.com. I have uh, my course, my signature course, Creating a Life of Miracles, a link to that. They can set up a free call with me. So if you want to do free consult, you can book a call from my website and you can also follow me on Facebook. It's also Nicole Michal Miracles. And my Instagram is Nicole Michal Miracle Coach. So just basically, if you Google Nicole Michal Miracles or anything of the sort, you'll find resources. And I have a bunch of meditations on YouTube and my master classes on YouTube as well. So people can get more into that energy of creating miracles. <laughs> can learn how to hug treats. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How to walk more often. <laughs> right. Well, now it's like with the coronavirus, I'm taking walks all the time because there's like nowhere else to go, you know, and I find it so calming and it's like my business actually feels much more grounded and like things are much more, I don't know, they're just coming together more easily, probably because I'm taking more breaks than I normally would. Yes, absolutely. Could you please share with the audience, like, what is the meditation that you share with us and uh, how they can, like, is there any guidelines on, like, when, where, and how better to do, like, what time of the day it's taking, or, like, what is your higher self meditation and the free gift? Yeah, so the higher self meditation is a guided visualization where I take you through a process for you to meet your higher self. And it's a variation of something. It's a class that I teach in person. Actually, I have a whole higher self and sanctuary meditation class that can only be taught in person because of the um, energetic exchange that has to happen in person. And you can still do this abbreviated meditation online that I recorded, which is more of a visualization where you can get guidance or you know whatever kind of guidance that you're seeking. You can do it any time of day. The traditional wisdom, I would say, around meditation is that it's best to do it at the junctures of the day where it's changing from day to night and night to day. So close to sunrise and close to sunset are traditionally the quote-unquote best times for meditation because the energy is very powerfully shifting, right, from day to night, night to day. So if you can do it close to sunrise, if you can do it close to sunset, that's great. Do it then. And if you can't do it any other time, it doesn't matter. The best thing to do is just to start and not try to get it perfect. You know, there's no perfect way to do this. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Isn't it perfect that we don't have to be perfect? <laughs> Isn't that perfect? Thank you so much, Nicole, for being here. And thank you for sharing your wisdom and guidance and your tools and everything you shared with us. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome, Victoria. Thank you for putting this together. I'm sure that there are many people out there who are going to really benefit from your service. So thank you. 
Yes. And thank you. Click for on the link below for the free gift, Higher Self Meditation. And thank you for being here, everyone. And I'll see you soon in the next series. Stay tuned. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you love this podcast, please make sure to rate, subscribe, and review it. And of course, you can get in touch with me everywhere online at Purposeful with double L day.com. And I can wait to see you next time. Kisses. <laughs>